With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We want to welcome you to First Fellowship Baptist Church uh, Women's Sunday School class on this morning. We're so excited. We want to thank our members for joining us, the ladies of First Fellowship Baptist Church, along with our guests. We're excited about what God is going to do today. And I'm just going to open it up in prayer, and then we're going to turn it over to the hands of Sister Ross. Amen? Amen. Father God, in the, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you, Lord, and we just want to thank you on this morning, God. Thank you for giving us another day to wake up and glorify you, Father. Thank you, God, for giving us another day to come together, together, God, in unity, Father. Lord God, we pray, God, that you will bless our Sunday school on this morning, God. This is a beautiful lesson, God. Let something be said, God. All of us uh, have something that we can say, Father God, on this morning, God. And just let us just share with one another, God, and just learn from one another on this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you, uh, Sister Banks, First Lady. Um, good morning, class. Good morning. Good morning. Just a little recap from last uh, week's lesson. Uh, we talked about uh, the King's Eternal Song, which came from Psalms 45, 1 through 17. And uh, we discussed Psalms 45. And we learned that Psalm 45 is a new, unique in that it was uh, written to celebrate the wedding of an unnamed king and to declare his magnificence. It is best to understand this psalm first in its original context as a song of praise in celebrating, celebration of the wedding of a David king and then to realize that the psalmist was also speaking in terms of the future Messiah, King Jesus. This Psalm 45 also illustrates the marriage between Christ and his church. Jesus Christ is the king who truly reigns in truth, meekness, and righteousness. And that was from verse 4 of last week's lesson. He will reign over the earth for a thousand years with his bride, the church. And this morning we start the new uh, quarter, and uh, the subject of the lessons for our first lessons for this uh, quarter. Ehud defeats Moab, and that comes from Judges 3, 12 through 17, 20 through 26, and verse 30. And just for a little introduction, uh, the Judges 1, Judges 1, through uh, 3.6 describes the period after Joshua's death as a time of instability and morale depravity. Without a strong religious leader like Joshua to give them clear directions, it did not take long for the Israelites to abandon the God who led them out of Egypt and into the Promised Land. The conquest led by Joshua had already occurred, and the Israelites were living in Canaan, just as God had promised they would. Soon after Joshua's death, the next generation turned away from God and became steeped in adultery. And that came from Judge 2.10. But no matter how terribly the people sinned it, God always delivered them when they called on him. And Sister Donna will get us started with our uh, text this morning, uh, Ehud's Defeat Moab. I turn it over to Sister Donna at this time. Uh, defeated of Israelites permitted, Judge 3, 12. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord strengthened each and the king of Moab against Israel because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. 
and gathered unto him Cherid of Ammon and Amateki and sent smote Israel and possibly possessed the city of palm trees. About this. So the chariot of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. Israel turns toward evil. They did some of everything. They all got an house and a industry and simply means people, uh, descendants. Israel, their name given, given to, to Jacob. And you go back to Genesis 32, 24, and you realize what, uh, but all that they did, they uh, uh, Genesis. Uh, Jacob wrestled all night with the angels. That's when Jacob was left alone, and there he wrestles a man with him, and with breaking of the day, Jacob experienced his third and found encounter with God by, uh, uh, while on a journey. Understood by later, the Israelites to be. God of an angel, the authority of God. And God was chastising, to chastise these uh, Israelites. I guess sometimes we never learn. We, we go back doing the same thing. Okay, Judges 3.12 explains that the second of the Lord is reoccurring the thing throughout the book. And, uh, book 2.16 and 19, it goes back and it talks about... Uh, the evil things, the specific sin is mentioned in our text during evil. Usually meant they began wishing the gods of neighbors and otherwise breaking God's commandments, although they could and did chastise Israel in a variety of ways. One of the most common means of descriptive was to allow them to be subdued, allow Eglon, the king of Moab, to suppress the Israel. Moab was located east of the Dead Sea, and the Moabites was definitely uh, related to Israel, to Abraham's nephew, Lot. And it, it goes back, and I did a uh, reading about Lot and Lot's daughters and so on, how they uh, got him drunk with wine so they could keep the, could have, have a baby. It just kind of made me kind of really disturbed about uh, that, but they was trying to keep the bloodline to keep the name going. But that's that's what's possible. I did sin. The king of Moab is to express Israel. Moab was located east of the Dead Sea, as I was saying, and Moab had previously had to prevent the Israelites from entering the Promised Land uh, uh, prior to Joshua's co- uh, conquest. When when the first judge died. Then uh, that's when uh, o- 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 O'Neill, that, that's when they really, really got loose. Uh, I think they had been under him for 40 years, and now they uh coming here, and it's going to be uh, again 18 years. The first, first, first uh, of all, uh, the Moabites and the Ammonites uh, descended from Lot. And Amalekites was the descendants of Esau and Jacob's together. Just be, just because people have a common ancestry does not mean they are friendly to, on friendly terms. As many no family conflicts are often the most intense and bitter. Very true. Family folks fall out and stop speaking and don't even hear nothing from them for years. Thank God I'm blessed. I had no, no family members I'm falling out with. Choosing the Lord choosing the Lord may actually put us in odds with our family. That's true too. If you uh, got family members that uh you you go in the church and believing in the Lord and they doing something else and they criticize you because you holier than that. In the city of palm trees that comes from Judge 3.13, and it talks about uh, uh, how the gathering unto him in the chariot of Amma and Amma, Amma, Amma kite, and went and smoked the target. And uh, that smoke, as we studied, that's, that's a rule of Israel. 
and possess the city of the palm trees. Those are all that it talks about the, the city of the palm trees, famous for many palm trees. This was a strategy location possession made it possible possible for the Bobites to oppress Israel at some of some of the eighteen years and various oppression Israel experienced during the period of judges are limited to certain tribes or portions of the lake of the land and what of the affected Israelites tribes tribes east of the Jordan River as Benjamin and uh, what Benjamin comes from the word I wrote that down in Benjamin comes from comes from Hebrew I think. Anyway anyway he goes out and it talks about how how the um, how the uh, the universal law of sowing and reaping includes negative and positive. See, they was disobedient, and and the oppression come, and then with O'Neill's death, uh, 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 his death, uh, they did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and continued to rip the sacrifice, setting servitude, re- repentance, and deliverance. As a result, God empowered the Elon king and the Moab to oppress Israel and Elon, a political alliance with neighbors and Ammonites and Amalekites, both of whom were sworn enemies of the Israelites. And how how they uh, still went right right back in, in, in slavery because they was disobedient until all of this with the Israelite first judge was O'Neill, the son of Kenaz, and and defeated uh, Cush Rishab, king of the Mesopotamia. Following O'Neill's victory, God's people experienced 40 years of, of peaceful reincarnation, but it, the historical, historical stage was not set for Israel's second judge. They, he had other things in mind for the second judge on how how it how they was gonna go about doing doing that. And you go to Galatians six, seven, and eight. And it states, "Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. But that soweth to his 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 flesh shall shall uh, of the flesh we reap." Corruption, and but the sword of the spirit shall of the spirit shall reap. So it means that whatever you do, it's gonna come back. If it's good and evil against God, it's gonna come back to hunt you. And what, whatever you do good, you will see it. You you will see that you 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 when you do good and pray and go to church and treat your fellow fellow man right and everything. You, Everything will work out. And so, uh, repentance is is something, but you, repentance you got to be delivered. And it also, in the midst of a broken world, I want to encourage you to unashamedly repent and cling to God's steadfast love, and He has promised to never abandon you. That comes from Hebrews thirteen five. As such, you can. Boldly proclaim his eternal assistance. That's about all I could say about this. I got some notes for you. Amen. Amen. Any other comments on that first outline? Yeah, you know, I was I was looking at that. You know, these were the children. It said the children of Israel, and one one of the ways. That that God, you know, because they they were disobedient and God had to chastise them. And He talked about one of the ways that He did at that time. He allowed them to be subdued by their enemies. And, and uh, it sounds harsh, you know what I'm saying? It sounds this and that, but God is like that. He is going to, you know, regardless of whatever. If we are out of line or out of doing what He wants us to do, he, there is a way He's going to chastise us. But that's because He loves us and He loved Israel as well. And um, they had turned toward evil, and God had to do something to get their attention, to turn them around. You know what I'm saying? To get their attention. 
But also when it talks about the families, we know that they were descendants of one another. And as, as Sister Garner talked about earlier, even sometimes just because people are family doesn't mean that they're friends. You know, you know how it is. You got warring family members. You got um, the ones that are warring against each other, hadn't spoken to each other in years. And, 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 and to me, that's the case right there. And, it, you know, it just even in family, there's conflict in family. And even though uh, somebody may come from the same bloodline, the same lineage, doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to get along. And uh, which is sad, but it's true. You know, it's true. I, I know in my family there are some people like that that just don't want to get along for whatever reason. But, um, but yeah, so I, I was just looking at that, the family dynamic, and, and then also even with the chastisement, and we just have to uh, ensure that we are doing the, you know, right thing because God, you know, even that's, that's for me, that's for each one of us. God, God's going to take care of us because he loves us. He's going to chastise us because he loves us. It's out of his love to put us back on the right track. Yeah. And even we go to the lesson, we know that even though he chastised, he still took care of him. Yeah, he still loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just like we know these Israelite people, they, these are his children, and they just keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> even we're on the right track, you know, with Joshua. But soon as Joshua died and this new generation came along, they they just forgot about everything that, that they knew about God and, you know, went along with the uh, the other uh, nations that were, you know, uh, evil, the evil, evil nations that was there. And so they just took up the habits of, uh, you know, uh, worshiping their gods and everything, you know, because they had no one to lead them after Joshua passed. They had no, you know, no leader. So they just did as they pleased. So God had to step in and and bring a, a savior, of, you know, a deliverer to, you know, attention at that particular time to let them know who was. Do we have any other comments on this uh, first outline of the seat of theirs was committed? Okay, if not, we'll we'll try to move on to the uh, next outline, deliverer of Israelites provided, and that's uh, Judges 3, 15 through 17. I'll take it. I'll take it. This is the dice. Deliverer of Israelites provided. But when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised them up, a deliverer. Ehud, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, a man left-handed. By him, the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. But Ehud made him a dagger which had two edges of a cubic length, and he did gird it under his raiment on his right thigh. And he thought the present, no, no, he brought brought the present unto Eglon, king of Moab, and Eglon was a very fat man. So as as we were saying about um, how God will deliver you, and how how the, how the Israelites had gone into idolatry, following other gods, and following other nations, and what have you, after they came over, and Caleb, and, uh, well, uh, Joshua had told them to come into the land, given them instructions of how to live and what they need to do. And um, but how you know when we get away from it, another generation would have the waters down, and how they had gone back into this adultery and this uh, disobedience against God, and God had to <clears throat> chastise them, so he let them live, and so this other country had taken over, other nation had taken over, Eglon, and but now he sees the, the, the children cried out, 
again, again, this is repeated over and over with Israel, just as we are today, how we backslide and go and come and what have you. But anyway, uh, the deliverer of Israel, he provided them a deliverer again. Once they repent and come back to God, because God was, 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 go back to the promise he made with Abraham, that he would always be their God, and they would be his, his, his protection and his them, and he wasn't going to break that. So, um, <clears throat> covenant that he had with Abraham was going to, going to break that. But anyway, as he, these were delivered, he provided this guy, Ehud. Ehud was a, came from the Benjamites, was Israelite from Benjamite. And he was left-handed. You know, a lot of left-handed people, they, <laughs> they say it's a curse on him to be left-handed. I have a sister, my sister's deceased was left-handed, and I mean, tell she would throw a rock one direction and end up, she'd throw it in the front and end up in the back. But anyway, uh, so they felt like they were uh, was a little cursed. And then some people felt like they were right, you know, think you can eat, your le- eat with your left hand and things of this nature. And how a lot of times kids have gone through abuse trying to make them right-handed, something about being right-handed. You know, a lot of equipment is made for right-handed people. Everything is mostly geared for right-handed people. Because left-handed was... Two daughters left-handed. <laughs> you would consider the oddball if you're left-handed. Mm-hmm. And so, but but this man, he used this man, how God chose uh, Ehud, and used him, and one of the reasons was because when he did, when he when he uh, when he when he, when he would go in, when they go into the, to the palace or whatever, when they would search you down, the guards were searching something. They searched for right-handed people because you have to get a weapon or something to search your right side more thoroughly. And so he put his on. He was left-handed or the left side, whatever. And and so anyway, he was left-handed, so which means he could reach right over and, and get the, his dagger quicker. Or what have had better access to it than what he would if he had been right-handed, and had the gods neglected to to search him thoroughly too. But it was God was in the plan for this to all happen, as we all know. But anyway, uh, when he went in to see the king, he he God had given him the wisdom, had chosen him to give him the wisdom of how to take care of, of to to deliver the Israelites. Rather, the whole purpose was to deliver the Israelites, and how he had used had made this dagger, and it explains it in sixteen time and had two edges on it and. How long it was, like a cubit, you know, and all this, and so how he had worn it on his up on his right side, and how because that was the side that they had probably didn't search as thoroughly as they did the left side, but he was left hand to so reach across to the right, uh, so it'd be a surprise to him. So in case there were anything, you know, if the man, if, if Eglon had resisted or whatever, he would have uh, could have could have fast easily got gotten to the sword and could have used it for. For to destroy him, and I don't know. I don't want to go over past anything. But anyway, he brought the present. He brought it up to. Excuse me. He, when he came, when he got in. I keep going in and out of something. I go. I go in to come out. Am I going in and out? No, we can hear you. We can hear you. This phone. Okay, this phone. This phone. And so and so. No, we you. Okay. And how he was talking about how he used this, this, used this as a ploy to get in. Because so, the king had to play, he had to pay tribute to uh, the way the way uh, they were set up, the way he had under that control, where he would they would come in and pay. You have to pay tribute and whatever to the king and what have you. And mm-hmm. how he got in and how he did that. I don't want to go in. I don't want to go too far into the lesson. But anyway, he was chosen. Ehud, Ehud, Ehud was chosen to be the person to deliver the Israelites. Uh, from from uh, Elon, and I think they had been suppressing, like she said, 18 years. They had them suppressing them, and uh, it talks, talks a bit about also about uh, how he says, "Oh, the last one, 17, was talking about he was a big man. Uh, he was very fat. He was, he was a big old man. And how did you know? How did Diego? How he how he did it? How he went about doing it? And what have you? I think that's in the next lesson. What have you? But it just it just shows that when God wants bed to deliver you, He will deliver you. They they cried out, they cried out. That's what we need to do now in this pandemic. We need to cry out to God and, and, and let God bless us the way He's promised us He's going to do. And uh, how how He had initiated this plan, how He used Ehud as a person to demand to be the, the be the savior of Israel one more time, one more time as we do. So I'm, I think that's anybody else. Amen. That was, that was Amen. This, this is a real good lesson, and I got a lot out of it. But you know, in all things, I learned that 
when we always do things that we don't supposed to do, the Lord got to punish us. We just can't think we can do anything and get away with it. And each and every time, that's what's so good about the Lord. Even though when we repent, he'll forgive us. And that's what makes it so that with the children of Israel, they kept getting in trouble, doing evil things, and, and, and marriage and marriage. And the Lord had already told them not to do these things. But yet they did it anyway. So then he had to get them out of trouble. And so that's how we do it sometimes. We get in trouble. Then the Lord has to, you know, get us out of trouble. And, and you know, and it's that mean old king, the King Elon of Moab. See, he was an unfriendly tax person, and then he had produced, he had produced of their land, robbed them of their food they needed for consumption and business. And yet, God made a way to bring in, because He always going to bring somebody to help us. Always. Amen. Even though we may get in trouble, he's going to bring somebody in. Once he chastises, then he's going to bring somebody in to help us. Because in all things, when we're dealing with sin, and we, as we're being sin, then we get rebellious against the Lord, as he's saying that figure like that. And then we repent. After you repent, then restoring our relationship back with God. But as we restoring it, as he had, like he had sent uh, that other king to uh, to uh, kill him, it's amazing how this Eglon, he was fat. It was amazing, and all the other the uh, the other uh, king, he was a skinny person. But yet, when they start searching him, they were searching him from the opposite direction. But when God sent somebody in there, there was left hand. That was the only thing. This man was just left hand. And that was it. Because when they go into sin, they search him to see, you know, that whatever they have. And so as they search him, they didn't search the right side because of his left hand. But, you know, it's, it's such a blessing to know that no matter how much you get in, the Lord will bring you back. Only if we listen. Only, like you said earlier, if we cry out to him, if we just, uh, you know, just don't just sit there like, okay, you know, but we have to cry out to him to let him know, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry for what I did, and, and I repent of my sin. Because we, we got to repent. And, and he said that to be assured that God always forgives sin when we repent. That Amen. is such a blessing to know. When we repent, he will forgive us. When we do. Not after, but when we do. <laughs> yes, but it, this is an awesome good lesson. And like I said, I got a lot out of this, but I'm not going to keep holding on because I'll go on and on. But I'm I know. Just say, Amen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm excited about the lessons. And, and we've been having some awesome good lessons, but I'm, I'm going to say amen. 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 <laughs> and just to add a little bit to that, we know that uh, Elon, you know, he was a very fat man. And, you know, this indicated that, that in this period of time that uh you know, that, that meant, uh, indicated uh, a level of luxury. And he mm-hmm. enjoyed plenty of food and leisure time. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, being overweight was a sign of prosperity and wealth, you know, a status, you know, symbol of status. So, Amen. You know, so y'all so stop talking about me being fat. That added uh, to the fact uh, Elon was uh, overweight meant that he would uh, not be able to quickly respond to any threat of bodily harm. And see, that's uh, where uh, Ehud had the upper hand on him because he wasn't able to, you know, move around, you know, anything. So he had no weapon mm-hmm. or anything to protect himself. So, and I believe at this time that Elon, uh, uh, Ehud had been, you know, going to, uh, you know, present the uh, gift to him, you know, before because, uh, you know, 
he, he trusted him, you know, somehow he was trusted because he had, you know, maybe brought, you know, the money before, you know, the tribute before. <laughs> so, you know, at this time, so, you know, the uh, the king had no reason to, you know, be afraid of anything of him. So this was a, a good thing for, uh, you know, uh, he, heard, he heard. He had a very good chance of getting in. He had no problem because he was trusted at this particular mm-hmm. time. But but oh. the king didn't know what he had in store for him. <laughs> he told him he had a presence Man. on. He had a presence from the Lord. Yeah, yeah because the Lord, you know, was working this thing out. He was using him, mm-hmm. but it was him that was going to carry this uh, duty out. And so at this time, we know that... Uh, and, and the verses that were omitted, you know, uh, we found out that, you know, uh, Eher was not alone, you know, in going to take this uh, tribute to the uh, to the king. Mm-hmm. There was other people along with him because we don't know how how much stuff he had, you know, money, uh, silver and gold, and you know, food. He could have had a lot of things, you know, like cattle and everything. So he had some help along the way with him. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm like I'm saying, I don't want to get into the next section. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. I'll take we that. Two more topics. I'll uh, take the third one. Okay. Okay, and it's talking about a dangerous plan, and that's coming from Judges 20, 3, 20, and 23. And right. it reads, And Ehud came unto him, and he was sitting in the summer parlor, which he had for himself alone. And Ehud said, I have a message from God unto thee. And he he arose out of his seat. And Ehud put forth his left hand and took the dagger from his right side and thrust it into his belly. And the half half also went in after the blade, and the fat closed upon the blade, so that he could not draw the dagger out of his belly, and the dirt came out. Then Ehud went forth through the porch and shut the doors of the parlor upon him and locked them. You know, reading that, it's like God's plan. Whatever God's plan was, it was it was it was perfectly orchestrated. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as uh, Sister Rosin was saying, we know that he had the tribute. He was delivering a tribute, and then with the tribute, we don't know what he had. Like she said, we don't know if it was just money. We don't. We had to have help with it. So there were men with him to help deliver the tribute. And um, but once it was delivered and everything, he had sent. I mean, everybody went away, but Ehud had came back. And at this point, um, the, the king was in the summer parlor. And when I was researching about the summer parlor, you know, the upper room, it was where it was like a bathroom. It was where he released himself. So, you know, when, you, when you're up in there and you're doing that thing, your guard is just totally off, right? You're just doing what you got to do. So that's just like, to me, that, that's, that's the most, I'm not going to say relaxing. I don't know if that's the word relaxing, but that is the most vulnerable. To what a relief. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, so you were there, you know. Y'all had to tell nobody to excuse me. Yeah, you just there. <laughs> and, 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 and when you, you know, you just in your own zone. And even in that, you know, it just sees how, shows how much God had this thing orchestrated and lined up. It put him in a position, and he was a big man. Like you said, yeah. he was a big man, had this weight on him. He was in a position he couldn't do anything. He could not do anything. Even his attendance, his bodyguard, everybody left his presence, you know, so he could just go ahead and, and relieve himself. Um, and so it talks about this being, uh, you know, it was a message for God, but the, the king was anticipating a message from God, but he didn't anticipate this message. No, he didn't anticipate this message. <laughs> and even when it talked about the left hand, as I, you know, as I was thinking about the left hand, and on human side, it's always been known as weakness, you know, especially in biblical times because when they did their, or when they made agreements on anything, then you never could do anything with the left hand. When you gave some, you gave someone something, you never did it with the left hand. It was always with the right hand, right? It was always the right side, the right shake, hand. Shake, shake with your right hand. Mm-hmm, 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 with the right hand. But, you know, and as sister, like you're talking about her sister, our pastor, he's left-handed, and my niece is left-handed. And, uh so and, and and those are only two people in my family that I know about that are left handed. So that means Cleo's two daughters is left handed. Right. So it's not a lot of people. It's not a lot of people that we know. Like you said, Cleo's oh. daughter. It's not a lot of people. The majority are right handed. So 
But, you know, the left-handed people, I look at them and I say, I see my niece with her creativity and drawing and stuff, you know. To me, I look at it as a creativity juice, you know. That's how I look at it, you know. But, anyway, going back to the lesson, what happened at this point, he was able to do that left hand like they, like you said. They weren't expecting it. They weren't expecting to, that, that God had it orchestrated, a left-handed man, to come and do this and be able to pull that sword out and thrust it into the fact and thrust it in there. And when it talks about the dirt, what this is talking about, his intestines, mm-hmm. his intestines began to come out. And it, it, it was so much fat, he, could, he couldn't do anything. He could, God, and when I, I'm telling you, when I, when I look at this, when I look at this lesson today, you can just see God's hands all the way on this. When God does something, even to this point, God does it, and, and it's done right. And even for the people, when I, when I was talking about the bathroom, when I was talking about the bathroom, they want to give them privacy, right? So they're not going to come mm-hmm. in there. And I don't know if that's in the next lesson. I want to get on that. But they're not going to come in there. But he knew enough to where, okay, even when to do this and how to do this, God gave him direction and instruction to do what he needed to do. But even remaining calm and having enough time because those people were not going to come and, and mess with anything. So he had enough time to even get out of there. And even when somebody's dying like that, you know, you get a sound out of them, right? It says he didn't shrink. He didn't say anything. So God was able to allow him to get on out of there and, 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 and go on and do what he needed to do, get out of there safely after he uh, – executed him, you know what I'm saying, get out of there safely and do what he needs to do. And I think, um, and I don't want to say any more because it's going to go into the next lesson. But this is a really good lesson. Yeah. Amen. Teaches about greed, too. Because it he was. Mm-hmm. He said how he had, how he had exploited and had done injustice to the other, others. Mm-hmm. He had that, oppressed them. He had oppressed them a lot, 18, over 18 years. Yeah, taking their goods and all this kind of stuff. He was just fat, 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 and all this. And, and, and like I said, when 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 uh, you heard them brought that stuff, they brought him a lot of stuff. He was he was you know all kind of riches doesn't have have you. And then he still wanted a present. You know he said I got a present for you. Tell me, tell me, I got a present for you. He was greedy to do for you. He greedy in there too. Just like, just like we mm-hmm. said, God can use anyone and anything to accomplish. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and he, he used, he used Elon mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, it's what he needed to come mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. He will not have that example right now of, in this lesson of, to use anybody. It's not the size or the height or the weight. He used anybody. Anybody. Anybody willing and wanting to go. Yeah. And like you, uh, like we were saying, you know that robe. You know under that robe, they didn't know know what was under that robe, but what uh, what was going to happen? Because it was concealed his uh, his weapon. It was really concealed. Mm-hmm. They had no reason to you know to suspect anything at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Listen, with the sword, we know once he stabbed him, you know it wasn't a pretty sight at all. What they say dirt, but you know that's not a pretty sight. Yeah, we know it was all that food. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, 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 baseball play uh, uh, league, they they like some left hand pitcher. Oh, sure. They're exceptional. They're exceptional. Yeah. Spend them on money and everything. If you you right. you, you mm-hmm. down a dollar joke with your left hand, you're expecting it from the right. Everything we know mm-hmm. if they do if you yeah. if you left hand pictures. They they they, mm-hmm. they 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 go for 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 the left hand pictures. Amen. Yeah. Spend much more. It's unusual. Mhm. Yeah. It's so funny with the left hand when when we first started courting and going out. We had to make sure that if we had, you know, you got a table or something, you got to sit next to each other or whatever. Even now, we mm-hmm. have to make sure that we're not sitting, like, my right is to his left. We, we always, we now, after all these years, we're making sure we sit on the opposite side so we won't be elbowing each other. Mm-hmm. That's one thing about the left hand and right hand, you know that. <laughs> left hand being the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
Mm-hmm. And then some that left hand is a dangerous hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. My son, he left handed too, and he, it seemed like they write backwards, but they don't. But it just, mm-hmm. you know, the way it looks. Yeah, yeah, like they got in kiddie school where the, where the kids would start, start writing from 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 the other end back toward the holes in your paper, notebook paper, because right. they were, they were uh, uh, left, left handed. Mm-hmm. Any other, you know, comments on uh, outline the dangerous plan? Okay, God. Oh, put it in. Mm-hmm. God always wins, doesn't it? Uh, and and I, I, how you can feel, how you can feel it, even like the leader. Now, you know, when you go in with the king, they got servants down all around, and they don't go too far from us. He dismissed them. He told them, now go, go. When he came back with their presence, he dismissed his servants. And, you know, and, and, and how he just so felt comfortable, felt at ease with him. He took him into the parlor. And he was a place of luxury. Uh-huh. And so he just, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting how God take your enemy. And uh, how he can he can really get rid of your enemy for you. He really do it. How he can how he how he did. He he he, he relieved uh, Israel of the enemy, and he did it for good. Because when he went back, when he left there, when he uh, left there, he went there and formed the Confederacy with his other other nations, and got together and went back and and and, and met him at the Jordan, but he crossed the force of the Jordan and where he where he defeated him, defeated the whole nation, took over. <laughs> land back from them. And, and uh, you know, when we, when we go against God, when we sin, when we do the wrong things and go disobedience, how God will take your land and their liberty. How they took them from Israel. The land and their liberty. And they had to get it back. How they had to work to get it back. It's just, it's just a lazy lesson. A whole lot of deep stuff is in this lesson. Man. The salvation of Israel. Amen. Mm-hmm. Any other comments on that uh, outline for right now? Can I ask uh, right quick? Um, there, there, we have a lot of background noise. I don't know if you guys can hear it, or I'm just a moderator and I can hear it. But if you're doing something in the background, can you mute your phone out or um, step away from your phone, please? Because it's, I, I'm having a lot of sound. I don't know if you guys are, but I'm now. I, I hear something. Upset still. Okay, Sister Rossi. I'm sorry, go ahead. Sister Rossi? Yeah, I'm in now. You there? Okay. Okay. Let okay. Okay. Um, we will go on to the uh, next outline, a discreet precaution. And that's uh, verses... Uh, 24 through 26 and uh, 30. And precaution. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to read. If not, I'll, I'll take it. You want me to take it, Rossum? Okay. Uh-huh. Anyone else? Anyone else? I, 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 uh, I'll take it so no one else does. Anybody else want to take it? Because I, I, I go out, me, and I. Okay. Okay, I'll take it. The discreet, a discreet precaution. When he was gone out, his servants came. And when they saw that, this is when, when he heard they'd gone out, had left and locked the doors and gone out, his servants uh, came. And when they saw that, behold, the doors of the parlor were locked, they said, surely he covered his feet in his summer chamber, the summer chamber where he cast up to. And that's what they thought he was maybe in the restroom or what have you. But in my reading, I found something else that was mm-hmm. whatever. But anyway, and they, and they tarried till they were ashamed. And behold, he opened not the doors of the parlor. 
Therefore they took a key and opened them, and behold, their Lord was fallen down dead on earth. And he heard escape while they tarried, and passed beyond the quarries and escaped into Shirah. So Moab was subdued that they under the hand of Israel, and the land had rest four score years. So they had made an incorrect assumption. They assumed that he was in there taking care of personal needs or what have you, uh, whatever that might have been. And they were embarrassed. They, you know, they, they waited and waited so long. They didn't want to interfere with them. They waited so long, and then they went in. Went in and when they went in, this is what they found. And now uh, that he was deceased, that he had, had surmised that he had, you know, he was dead. And so that goes to show you... Um, and, and and for him to escape, to get out how God had planned, they're going to show you how God had concealed his weapon, first of all, and then now he's concealing his escape. God right. is in the plan. God is in the plan. Mm-hmm. Because he never would have gotten out of there because of the distance they had to go. And like you said, there were more of them, and he had to get out of the country. And so when he left, he went on in and, and formed a, a, a confederacy with the other, with, with the Amarians and, and the Indians. And when he went in form of confederacy with another group, the other groups that they had been, and so he had been oppressing all these years and what have you. And so uh, this is where he went in, had armies, and they had fought, and they, they, they defeated the Moabites in that battle. Uh, somewhere around Jordan, they defeated them. And how they came back in, Israelites were put back in the power, giving back their land, and again, their liberty. God had, had restored them. Mm-hmm. And God's gonna give them rest again. They're gonna go in and rest again. Yep. And how we go in, we rest, and we, you know, how 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 we have a tendency to 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 uh, just go back. And then you can we can believe that uh, when you entangle yourself with adultery and disobedience with God and what have you, and, and do the wrong thing and evil and and, and, and injustice and uh, brutality, and, you know, and and, and hatred and all this kind of, all these things that are sinful things that are not of God, you put on barriers to spiritual progress, and, and it causes a stench with God. And I was thinking about when they, when they went in and closed that door, they came around that door, they probably smelled it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, exposed inside or whatever. And they, they didn't want them, they didn't want to get them going on, you know, whatever. They, that's why they waited so long. They waited so long, waited so long, waited so long. So, you know, they don't want to, you know, they felt embarrassed staying that long. And so that's when they decided to go in. And so how we can, how we can do that and how, how, how things, how we bring ourselves to, to, to distance ourselves with God. And so we set a barrier when we do these kind of things like this. And, you know, doing, doing things that are not right and doing things that are not of God and, and, and following other gods and, and being disobedient to God. And I was reading, when I did this, I looked back at some more research on this stuff, how, how, how you know, when, 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 when we are, as, as believers, when we follow and go off in the, in the, in the wrong track and stuff like this, how, how God has given us, well, first of all, when you come to know God, he promised you all these things. I went down this list. I'm going to run them off. Oh, how God promises you houses you wouldn't build and, 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 and vineyards you don't plant and how you just luxury land of milk and honey. And don't you know the sin is what causes the reverse of that. God will take it from you, how, 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 you, how you can lose all that. This is our stuff from God. And it was just amazing to me. It's amazing to me how, how, how you know, just reverse of all that stuff that he promised. And you can do the reverse of it by being adultery and disobedient and not living according to God's standards. And I still, I'm still thinking about this pandemic. I really am. I'm, I'm, you know, it, 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 it's bringing about a lot of stuff, like this death and this man with all this stuff on the news and stuff going on. You know, it makes, make, it, it makes you wonder. You, you're thinking about all that. It, 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 it brings it back to you. A lot of the Bible is in that. We we've set ourselves up for for, for for these kind of things. America has set in the world has set itself up for this kind of stuff. Speaking speaking of uh, 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 the military, look what your president he gonna break in your own U.S. military to fight against its own people. I mean that you know that, that, what you think about that? I mean that that is something else. I mean mm-hmm. you gonna break in that. Soldiers, the, the military people, they fight that fight your own people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that is really something. 
and it should be securing you. It should be providing some kind of security for you. Yeah, but the United States are supposed to do security against their own people, us. He brought them in to fight, uh, fight us, the protesters. The protesters are U.S. citizens. You fight across the seas to, this, to your enemies. We are not the enemies of the, so, uh, the, of the military. That's how you're supposed to be protecting us. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's, that, 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 that's, that's the, 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 your husband. He's supposed to be protecting us. Not, uh, not, 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 not come in and fighting you. Tear gas and have guns and stuff to shoot us for what? Okay. That's right, the for standing for your right. See that kind of stuff. And God is just tired of this. You know, it really is. He's just, he's just sick of this. Well, God is tired of that. But all I need to say to you, make a change. Make a change, and you can do that in November. That's right. Come, come back to uh, come back to the things that God, you know, in God we trust. He's gotten away from it. Right. Yeah. But I still say, but I still say, I, I still believe in John 10, 28, like we said, but, John, but we are his sheep. Right. And, and Jesus said this. Jesus, this is in red. Jesus is speaking here. And he said, I'll give them eternal life. Said, and they shall never perish. And he said, no one can pluck them out of the hand of God, can pluck them out of his hand. So we, can, we, we, we are believers, we got to stand on that and got to believe that. They're talking now, asking people about what, how they feel about this pandemic and stuff. We've got to go back to the roots. Believers have got to be a light. Oh, I got, I got, I got, We've got I, I, to be a light. A lot of faith on that. I mean, yes. all you got to do is pray. Yes. Pray. Yes. You pray. You know, we, 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 this too shall pass. do what you're supposed to do. Don't be out there and straight preach and all this kind of stuff. Amen. Repent and, 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 and change our ways. We need to do that. Amen. He has promised us that he will heal the land. We've got to believe that. And if it's too, we'll pass. But we've got to do, do what we need to do. Amen. Yeah, he, 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 he heard uh, through God, he, you know, he used the man-made swole. We have a, a much better weapon. At Amen. Our, the sword of the Spirit. God's Amen. Word, God's Word is our sword. Ephesians 6, Amen. 7. Jesus himself. Yeah. 4, 1 through 11. Yeah. So you read. Yes, see, he used, he heard to get done what needed to be done. And mm-hmm. that, that just shows you how, how God can work out his plan through anybody or anything, as I said earlier. You know, uh, all you got to do is just believe and trust in him, and he'll carry you through. So that's mm-hmm. how. He heard had no problem, you know, of escaping because God was with him and He's protecting him all along. To get where he, see, you got into that. They were to get into uh, and get ready to, you know, uh, for war, you know, with the people. And they won. They beat. They won. That's right. They won. They were victorious. Amen. All this is God's plan. This is God's mm-hmm. plan. Amen. When they got over that, when they got over that, 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 that killing stuff, thing like that, when they came to themselves and decided to go get them, they, right. you know, they had already, he had already put a, put together a, a, a confederacy. The other nations had gotten together. Right. Amen. Amen. Oh God's plan. Oh God's plan. Well, at least, at least we not out in front of Face Fellowship holding the Bible up the wrong way. <laughs> you need to open it, open it, and abide by it. You know, all the other countries that looked up to the United States, many looking down on us. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but look at them. They protested over in London and other places for us. 60 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
corporations, China's, all of them just looking down on us. Yeah. But China mad with 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 with, with uh, uh, Trump anyway, cause he said uh, <laughs> uh, they know about the about the Corona nineteen, but it did tell yeah. us. Mm-hmm. It took the took the uh, uh, health funds or whatever that WHO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, God is Jesus. I can. He's the only capable leader. Who's Jesus? God. Go ahead. Clear out. They, 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 they are. Uh, it's uh, uh, investigate by the medical, military, medical helicopter flying over the. You know, the helicopter make all that wind from the blades. Uh, this have scattered the people out for him to take his stroll. Amen. To be here Thursday in Dallas. Hey, Yeah. out if we have no other uh, announcements so we can, you know. We gotta- okay, we can. Stay within the limits for getting ready for the morning service. So, do we have any other comments? If not, we're gonna, you know, kind of close out. Okay. And we know uh, just just a little uh, closing. Israel was delivered from their enemy oppressor, who had stolen so much from them, unfairly taxed, robbing them of food needed for consumption and business. God heard their prayer and them of their sins. Israel had a time of rest from her enemies that lasted for 80 years, even though mm-hmm. the people sinned against God and had devoured into adultery. God heard them when they called out to him. Mm-hmm. How comfortable is to know that we cannot sin so badly, uh, so often that the grace of God cannot reach us. Sin will lead us to fall away from God, but those who repent will be forgiven and restored by him. Thank God for Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. God for Jesus. We've had a good morning, and I turn it back over to you, uh, First Lady. Amen, amen. Yes, I agree. We've had a wonderful lesson on this morning. I just praise God for that. And we just want to again mm-hmm. just thank everyone that joined us on today, our beautiful uh, Queens of First Fellowship, as well as our guests on today. We thank you for joining us. We're getting ready to transition, but before then, you can always meet us well, for right now, since we're doing uh, online podcasts, you can meet us next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. for our Women's Sunday School class right here. You can come back again. And also, we're getting ready to transition to our Sunday morning worship service, and that service can be found on this talk show podcast as well. And it's under our church, First Fellowship Baptist Church. You can go on there and browse First Fellowship Baptist Church at 11 a.m., the, the the show will go live, so you'll be able to hear that. Or you can call in at 605-562-0444, access code 151-6883-POUND. Again, you can browse and find First Fellowship Baptist Church, and it will take you directly to uh, the church's link, and then the show will be live at 11. Or you can call in at 605-562-0444, access code 151-6883-POUND. And if you want to find out more information about our church, we're located in Dallas, Texas, you can email us at fellowshipbc at gmail.com. Again, that's fellowshipbc at gmail.com. We just want to thank you all for joining us today, and we're going to close out with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, Lord. You are the great I am and our wise knowing creator. Thank you for the beautiful lessons that you taught us on today, Father God, and let us apply it to our lives, Father. Lord, Father God, we ask God right now that as we get ready to transition to our 11 o'clock service, God, Lord, that you will speak to us, God, in the name of Jesus. Let your word go forth, God, in the name of Jesus, and let it be something that allows us to transform our lives to be all that you called us to be. 
We pray, God, as our pastor pours out to us, God, that you will refresh him and pour back into him, Father. Lord, we just pray for our service. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen ladies. Amen. See you at the 11 o'clock hour. First Sunday, be back. Amen. And this is first Sunday, ladies. So, yes, ma'am. And so we can uh, get our communion uh, things together, so we'll be prepared to do that. It is first Sunday. Thank you for reminding us. You're welcome. Amen. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you next Sunday, class. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.